Oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on, guys, let's brainstorm this puppy. And I'm gonna spell it out for you. I'm not a good guy. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Hello out there, welcome to the show, Wishful Booking. My name is Liam McNulty, joined by Jimmy Moorcraft. How you guys doing? What's going on? Payback is this Sunday. We're getting all geared up and ready and uh, not actually that excited, come to think of it. Payback is a bitch. <laughs> so should we dive right into it or should we banter? Dive, I think we should dive right dive in. Dive right in, let's do this. So Monday Night Raw started out with Chris Jericho hosting his last episode of the highlight reel on Monday Night Raw because you know he's going to win the US title this Sunday at Payback. Spoiler alert. Or something like that. Or sarcasm alert. <laughs> yeah, sarcasm more likely alert. a sarcasm, sarcasm alert. alert. <laughs> uh, Miz came out and interrupted him and it was going to be Miz TV and then Ambrose came out and it was going to be the Ambrose Asylum. What did you think of this segment? I mean, I think it would have been good if it wasn't like a go-home show for like a pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, a lot of people online didn't like it, and our opinions are our own, of course. Sure, as far as we know. Chris Jericho is, I think it's quite obvious, he's leaving for a while, or yeah, a few he's months. he's going to be going on tour pretty and soon with Fozzie. I don't know Vince McMahon, but I think that because Jericho really reinvented himself so well this past run it went longer than any of us imagined yeah uh we heard and better i think yeah we chris jericho himself has said how he kept signing contracts and going on and vince was happy with the work and the lists the extensions uh, yeah kevin owens and the rivalry and the festival all of it was the just really amazing and, and because chris jericho was leaving i think that he opened and closed the show for that reason um he's not oh, going to okay. be around anymore Payback's for a while be his last show i think yeah so, so starting sunday yeah so this past raw although they are joking about it being the last highlight reel on raw i don't think that's the case but i do think it'll be his last appearance on raw for a while well it will because he won't yeah. be around yeah right so to that end i like that they gave him some spotlight i think it kind of right honors him in a way without them saying yeah it's it. a good point it's a nice little send off so to that end i didn't mind it i liked how all three people have like talk shows you know i'm really yeah struggling. that dynamic was cool i guess i'm really struggling <laughs> with dean ambrose's character i i don't even think he should oh, have man. a talk show to begin with it's stale I yeah think. dean ambrose simply needs an attitude adjustment you know he definitely shouldn't have a talk show yeah he just shouldn't but trying to be positive i think i understand why it was done and chris jerocco not being You're around okay for it. a while You're okay you know i was okay with it okay I like Raw's where there's like a flowing storyline, and although The Miz finding a tag team partner isn't exactly riveting television, yeah. Raw is three hours long. I do like when I do have some semblance some of a story thread. interpolated throughout. Yeah, so I so did like that. Um, kudos to the creative team for Ambrose and Jericho acknowledging the fact that they've had a tumultuous history. Yeah. I was at that abominable Ambrose Asylum match at Extreme Rules. And <laughs> yeah, I was there too. <laughs> when they were, yeah, that's right. And when they were going to join up, I'm like, come on, guys, please, like, talk about the 65 thumbtacks and the jacket that got ripped. And I'm like, please yeah. bring it up. And they did. So that, I was shocked at creative, actually. Yeah. And, and they even did, devoted a, I think it was like a three-minute backstage segment with them. And oh, they wow. have good chemistry together, and they were talking about Ambrose wanted Jericho to take him off the list, and Ambrose got you him a new jacket. So yeah. all that stuff was cool, and... um if there's a positive, I like that they at least acknowledge that history and yeah. it wasn't just some random that's tag That's a good team point. Match. That is a good point. Yeah. So. Um, that's a, it's very rare that they do that when because yes. Jericho recently turned from heel to face. Very rare they acknowledge their own stories that they tell. <laughs> very um, rare. Yeah. You guys all read the script, right? I don't read the script. Script reads me. They're nearsighted, I guess, when it comes to that kind of thing. Yeah. Their memory only goes back 
a couple months, <laughs> a couple two months. I'm gonna say two Short months on a good memory, day. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So then moving along, I don't remember the order that everything happened, but the club and Samoa Joe were all doing the Wolfpack thing. Yes, that was interesting. Yeah. Um, is Joe's not in the club? Is he? I don't think so, no. Although everyone seems to be doing those signs at this point. So yeah, that's a good point. I seem to lose. It's not like the track. club made it up. That is a very good um, point. If you did want to go in order, the Hardy thing was next. We don't have to. I'll okay. I do remember the order of the stuff because I'm a nerd like that and I write it down. So. All right, well, speak up. Yeah, you yeah. want to do the Well, I didn't want to cut you thing. off. And I mean, it doesn't matter if we go in order. I just know that that was the next thing. So. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> that's all. We might as well. I mean, you know, just for the sake of not having to come up with an order of our own. <laughs> There's a reason I do everything the lazy way. Well, speaking of lazy, I actually thought in my mind, I guarantee you, the go-home episode of Raw will have Matt Hardy take on Sheamus since oh, Jeff yeah, Hardy took on Cesaro, yep. so I kind of saw that coming. And um, then there's uh, increased hostilities after the match with the yeah, whole handshaking um, thing. On top of the fact that both Cesaro and Sheamus have now lost one-on-one yeah, to the Hardys um, going into their title match against them. Where do you, how do you see this going? It's hard to say. I mean, I feel like the Hardys aren't going to lose the titles just yet, so I guess that's how I see it going. But I don't yeah. know what the otherwise what the story exactly that they're trying to tell is thus far. So you predict the Hardys to retain? Yeah. How would you book it wishfully? I don't know. It's hard to tell if they're starting to lay the groundwork for a breakup of Cesaro and Sheamus, or if there's some other story that turn, is maybe. just not a maybe a heel turn. But why turn heel if not to get the titles? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of wish-washy on this. I thought it was odd that Cesaro and Sheamus were chosen as the first team to go up against the Hardys. Well, so who would you have gone with instead after WrestleMania we're talking about? I would have liked Gallows and Anderson. They could have just stuck with that. Had well, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't like that they did the rematch they sh- they right after Raw. They should have done I mean, that. WrestleMania. I, I think that's what they yeah. should have done, unless they um, obviously have some plan that we don't know. Yeah, about. I mean, and again, talk about the SmackDown division, but the Raw tag team division also has an imbalance of heels and faces. So I feel like almost by default, Cesaro and Sheamus kind of have to turn heel. Uh, the revival are out for a while, yeah. Uh, which is what oh, I would have booked. Sucks. I would have booked the revival taking the titles from Hardy's maybe at SummerSlam. Um, so, in my really optimistic, probably not going to happen, wishful booking, maybe Cesaro and Sheamus cheat, turn heel, win the titles. Oh, okay. I don't think Cesaro should be a heel, but if it leads to the Hardys becoming broken as a result, then yeah. that is what I would already like. though. Well, that's why it's optimistic. I'm probably yeah. not going to happen. Supposedly, it's pending this lawsuit that's going on, but I don't know how much of that I believe. Yeah. a lot of it's speculation. Yeah, apparently WWE is looking to pay. Well, supposedly. Basically, Anthem, a lump sum. The new company that owns TNA, yeah, Anthem. to own the broken trademark without any further yeah, issues down the, ra- yeah, down the road. Percentages or um, interest. Like you, I don't think the Hardys should lose. So I think the Hardys are going to win, and perhaps afterwards, Cesaro and Sheamus beat down on the Hardys, and maybe that leads to another match down the road. And like they frustrations, maybe, yeah. organic frustrations, so not like a planned attack. Basically pull this feud for at least one more pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think the Hardys should lose right away. Because if, if that were to happen, like I think the Revival should be the team to do that, because although they aren't you know, new in my eyes, they are new to Raw. Yeah. And I feel like that would at least New to the rub. casual fan. Yeah, and that, that would be great for the revival to take down the Hardys. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just think it's so telegraphed that Cesaro and Sheamus are going to, whether they win or lose, beat down <laughs> on the Hardys on Sunday. Okay. Because of the thing that's been happening the past Yeah, just weeks. the hand, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's well, of, that's what we think is going like, to happen, but maybe we should just give them the benefit of the doubt and see maybe that's what they want us to think and they're going to swerve us on Sunday. I mean, I would ble- I would like that. That's <laughs> what I'll always prefer. Yes. I'll just take that. 
please. <laughs> All day. Um, um, After this, we had the amazing dumpster match. Oh, yeah. What did you think? <laughs> okay, so Braun Strowman versus Kalisto. They did what they did with the Big Show and Cody Rhodes, I think, a while ago with a tables match. Big Show standing on the apron and Cody or whoever drop kicks oh, and, his legs yeah. and pushes him off and he goes feet first through the table. Yeah. And that wins the match for the guy yeah. who did it. Well, that is at least acceptable because that table did break. Yeah. The last dumpster match, WrestleMania. You had to close the lid, right? Thank you. Oh, my God, yes. It's like a casket match. Really? Unacceptable. It's just a different container. The whole point is to like kind of beat your opponent so like they can't fight to get the lid up. Yep. Like, the whole point is to get him in and so, close the lid. Yeah, and they didn't even too. like announce that Kalisto won. They should won. have tried to. At least early in the match, they should have said, now remember, all we have to do here is get him in the dumpster. The match is over. Right. Because Braun is so lid big, aside. maybe Kalisto was given some type of a like advantage. Yeah. Like, all right, obviously you want this match. And it would have played in with Kurt Angle kind of. Because when I heard this match was Kurt booked, Angle wanted to stick it to Braun Strowman. Well, yeah, but he also was kind of not advising Kalisto against it, but ensuring, like, do you want to do this match? Yeah. Which I'm happy they talked about because I'm like, I know Kalisto requested the match, but I'm like, really? Like, my 49 year old mother was saying, like, how is this five foot? I actually think Kalisto's four foot 11. How (laughs) is he going to get Braun Strowman in this dumpster? Um, Well, did she watch the match? Because if she did, then she saw it. Well, before the match, she said that. that. Before the match, she right, said that. Right, Basically right. alluding to the unbelievable aspect of the match. So right. I do have to say, though, it was pretty... Um, David I, found a way to put Goliath I, yeah, in Yeah, I don't know if I want to say exciting, but there was some, you know, suspense. Like, the crowd was buying into it. I mean, they did better than I thought they would, I'll put it that way. Yeah. In terms of yeah, building it was the a good, suspense of it. It was a it. decent match. I mean, it was pretty short, but yeah. But that, oh my God, and then he buckles him in that dumpster after the match... And then oh, he, was, first yeah. of all, I never saw a dumpster that has straps on it. That was bizarre to me. It's not a oh, stretcher. Yeah, they wanted to and then they throw him off of the what? What is that? A one foot stage now? It's yeah, not it's like, like back three, when like three when, foot maybe. when Kane like choke slam Eric Bischoff off the stage and it mm-hmm. was like 15 to 20 feet yeah. up. Because I knew they were going to do it. Like it, yeah. was, it was a matter of time. Oh, you know it's going off that stage. But yeah, um, I didn't realize that It would have been better so if he like either. maybe like dragged it up the ramp through the backstage area. And threw it off of where he threw Roman Reigns off of. That would have been yeah, cool. Yeah, that would have been pretty cool. Um, but by that point, you know Kalisto's not in there. Once it leaves view well, and they, go, and they cut it. to a different camera, yeah, you know well, it's earlier in the day. Well, he did tie it shut, <laughs> so. But uh, regardless, I mean, they did decent with what they had. Yeah. They've been handling Braun Strowman really well. But this match on Sunday is yeah. going to be really critical to that because... Well, yeah, here, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. <laughs> See, the thing about this match on Sunday is that Spoiler alert, I guess. Roman Reigns is going to win the match this Sunday. And so it kind of hurts Strowman. I feel like Strowman's kind of collateral damage just in Roman's wake. All this good that they're doing, building Strowman up, the whole point of it is to ultimately make Roman look that much better for beating Strowman, which is going to happen this Sunday. And probably again at Extreme Rules in some kind of Extreme Rules match. So I, being one of the biggest Roman haters completely understand your point. I'm not a good guy. But I disagree. I think that the match is either going to go to a no contest or Braun's going to win. Because Roman already beat Braun at Fastlane. So there has to be a reason for us to care about this match. And I guess the whole angle with the ambulance a few weeks ago, that was their way of spicing up the feud a bit. (laughs) Right. Latino heat. If I were to book this, I wouldn't have booked a match between them. I would have booked Roman being really hurt. He's out. Braun's backstage at payback and Roman surprises. And that's what builds up the next match. 
because it should be an ambulance match. I mean, oh, yeah, stretcher yeah, yeah. You or did something. Mention that. Um, so what's going to happen is Roman will win this Sunday, and then on Monday, <laughs> Strowman will throw Roman off of something bigger than yeah. the last thing he threw Roman off of, and then they'll have an ambulance match at Extreme Rules. And that's exactly what's going to I mean, I can't say happen. I'll be surprised if I Roman... I hope something different happens. Besides the ambulance match, that is a good idea. Yeah, I can't say I won't be surprised if Roman wins, but I do see the match either having no finish or Strowman winning only to continue it. Obviously, you were okay, talking... that's tongue, a good point. You were talking tongue-in-cheek about the next Monday night on Raw, Strowman yeah. throwing up, but, I mean, they just can't do that. I mean, they can't do that. They again, would, yeah. knowing them, but I just don't think they will. So I see it being a no-contest kind of match, and right. I see the title beginning to get integrated into this feud because it's bothering me that Strowman interrupted Lesnar on the Raw after Mania and Roman wants a title match, but they aren't talking yeah. about it. So I think that another way to build up to the next match is to start integrating the title into it. Maybe you have Paul yeah. Heyman come out and because it was a no contest, you can have Roman and Braun continue to fight and that's what leads to the Extreme Rules match, yeah. which could be a number okay. one contenders match okay. for the Universal title. But then isn't Roman going to win that match at Extreme Rules? Yeah, No, no. Strowman's going to win it, I and think then Strowman's you go, you win go for Strowman and Brock at SummerSlam, yes. and then spoiler alert for that match, because we all know that Roman versus Brock at WrestleMania is or Royal Rumble because there. Or Royal Rumble. Because Probably WrestleMania, though, I, being honest I, with ourselves. No, yeah, I just have difficulty. You and I talked off-air about how the last time we they We never handled, talk off-air. We only ever talk on right. air when the last and time, none of it ever gets edited out. <laughs> the last time Brock was champion, they actually had good storylines to hide the fact that he wasn't on TV all the time right. and at the pay-per-views. This time around, I don't know if they could do that for a full year going forward. Yeah. I mean, they could, knowing them, but you had the authority angle, and you yeah. had things that were able to push it. With that being said, I don't think what you're saying is out of the realm of possibility at all, but because the ambulance match doesn't require a pinfall or a submission... It still protects Roman. Yeah, okay. And I don't know. I just, they can't be dumb to think that we actually want to wait a full year for Brock Ro and Roman. Yeah. I mean, I just, but again, like they've I said, they've been dumb before. Not, but yeah, they've been exactly. dumb before. But uh, James. in any event, I, I think it's going to go to a no contest this Sunday. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. yeah. Now you make a good case for it. Yeah. I still think Roman's going to win, but that's. Uh, and that's I'm not a naive. crazy prediction at all. <laughs> at all. Okay, so we're doing the payback card, just going through Raw pretty much. Yeah, actually, cool. yeah. Cool. And going in semi-order of the Raw as well, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, so we did that, we did that. Should we talk about, well, what should we talk about next? The Cruiserweight segment was next. Okay, that's um, what I was going to say. Yeah. And I don't mean to discredit the two. There's just something about this Cruiserweight division that they should have done everything in their power to get Kota Ibushi and Zack Sabre Jr. on the Cruiserweight division, or one of them, because... I don't want to say I don't care, but I'm just not. Austin You're not Aries. as invested. I'm pretty invested because I love Austin Aries. See, I was and I do TNA too. When he was in, yeah, it. and I do too. And they had a really great match at WrestleMania, and I will give them credit. It probably will be the best wrestled match on the card. Yeah, and the outcome is actually hard to predict because on one end you could say that Aries wins, and then that's how they go extend it because I don't really see anyone else right now in the division who could feasibly beat Neville. Yeah. I thought I mean, it would be Akira Dozawa, but they aren't really spotlighting yeah. him the way that I thought they started they would. to build yeah. him, but then they kind of um, stopped. Yeah. Or if you were to ask me before the Cruiserweight division got started, but we knew it would be coming, I thought Grand Metalik would be someone else. Right. Grand Metalik. But he really isn't spotlighted as well. So yeah. I don't like how they aren't, you know, Cedric Alexander is injured. He was a major player, a really good wrestler. Yeah. One of my he, favorite I Cruiserweights. I him getting pushed for at least a So shot. with that being said, I think... 
And Kalisto, I mean, although I think he'll eventually land in the cruiserweight scene, I mean, as of right now, he's getting thrown in the trash, literally. So yeah. I don't think any hope for him is there, which is a shame <laughs> because Kalisto and Neville have had a few really great matches before, actually. Um, they could wrestle a really great cruiserweight-style match before the division was even a thing. Yeah. Um, so if I were to guess, I think Aries is going to win on Payback. Um, and then maybe I would book a submission match at Extreme Rules. Okay. Because they both have submission finishers. Yeah. The Last Chantry versus the Rings of Saturn. And Ares would be champion going into that yeah. Extreme Rules match. Yeah. You're always thinking ahead. You're thinking of pay-per-view. Yeah. I like that. Or, that's smart. Or Neville, that's what they're doing, Yeah. Obviously. Or Neville cheats again, and you get another match, and that's how you kind of get Ares to be a contender again. You find a way to keep Ares as he the he won another yeah. number one contenders match, but I don't really think he had to because... I mean, there's no management on Neville, 205 Neville Live. cheated to retain the right. title, right. Well, but I there's mean, no te- general te- manager. Technically, couldn't Stephanie and now Angle take control well, of Well, yeah, that but division? they've never done that yet. And I think they could, but they haven't, like, ever talked about, like, Stephanie or, I guess, Actually, now Kurt. Actually, on, on this past Raw, they had, wasn't Aries saying that he had something he wanted Kurt to see on 205 Live? I didn't watch 205 Live this week. Yeah, so but I think that I was more like a that. playful... Uh, to be honest, I kind of think that was done. Uh, you watched TNA more than I did. They, I'm sure they had a program before Angle and Aries, right? Yeah, I don't know about a program. That well, a, ma- a, a few match, matches, a match or two. For, yeah. Um, I kind of feel like they kind of did that as like, oh, maybe we'll get a pop out of the audience. I didn't see that as like Angle having this authority on 205 okay. Live. Okay. Um, but anyway, it my point is that, that I don't think Aries needed to win another number one contenders yeah. match. That's yeah. my point. You could argue that he already had a shot coming. Yeah, because like yeah. he was already owed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Who do you see winning? I would rather have Aries win, but probably Neville. Yeah. I see what you're saying, though. I do want to see them in a submission match at Extreme Rules. But the other thing about Extreme Rules is usually only a couple of them are gimmick matches. I know. I They'll wish have, they like, changed the ambulance that, match, An Extreme Rules match yeah. would be the main event. Well, last year we had a submission match between Charlotte and Natalia. We had the Extreme Rules match. We had the Ambrose Asylum match. We had a Texas Tornado match, which is kind of... Oh, yeah, okay. So there were four... Yeah, I want to. See, that's what I want to say. I want to see think, at least four or five gimmick matches. Yeah, I think at, there was four. I feel like I'm pay-per-view. actually missing one, but for the sake of time, I'm not going to try and think of it. Well, time appreciates your sacrifice. Yeah, I didn't realize there were that many last year. All right, so what's next? Now we have the Rollins and Joe. All right, so Rollins, Samoa Joe, on Monday Night Raw, they did the six-man tag. It was mm-hmm. Rollins and Enzo and Cass, or at least it was going to be mm-hmm. Rollins, Enzo, and Cass versus the club and Samoa Joe. But the club and Samoa Joe, of course, took out Enzo and Big Cass, but they took Enzo out of the match with an attack beforehand. And then Rollins came out, kind of made the save, and then they had to get Baylor in to replace Enzo for the match, yeah, which such a, is a big upgrade. Such a level-headed. It's a big upgrade, upgrade. right there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but hey, I mean, the alternative is not seeing Baylor on Raw. Yeah, I, was I agree. fine with it. Yeah. But yeah, it was a, it was a good six-man Standard tag, Standard six-man and, tag uh, match. Rollins introduced a new finishing move. Right, right. What do you think? I think that it would have had a bigger effect if they waited until payback. But that's if Rollins is going to win, because I actually yeah. don't think he might. I don't think so either. Um, the way I would book the match, if you want Samoa Joe to look strong, I would have Joe put the coquina clutch on Rollins on the outside of the ring, so Rollins gets counted out. Okay. So, like, it's not a full, like, he completely lost, but yeah. he still overpowered him. And that's how you lead. Guess you lead to a, <laughs> an extreme rules or a gimmick match. Well, I actually rules, don't know what, if what it would it be. A submission I mean, match. I guess it's it could be a gimmick last match. Last man standing. Um, well, actually, with the count out, yeah. 
But I don't even know if, I mean, they should have a gimmick match. They count out, yeah. But at the same time, I'm not as happy how they built up this map so far. Yeah. I do think there will be a match at Extreme Rules, but I'm actually not fully confident that they will put a stipulation on it. Um, I think they should. Yeah. But oh, I actually wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't, actually. Damn. So what you just said, actually, and I'm the one who said the count out victory, last man standing would be great. Um, yeah, don't sell yourself short. But with that being said, I do wish that, I guess Joe maybe could have rolled out of the ring or something, but I don't know. First of all, is the knee he did the move with his injured knee? Because uh, I'm, th- I'm almost uh, positive. I'm no almost idea. positive it is. So like fifty-fifty chance of being almost, right. It kind of reminded me of like when Cowboy Bob Orton had the cast and like he used it. Like yeah, or Owen Hart had a cast and he used it. Yeah, I mean like there is like a metal brace there, so yeah. that could. I mean, and he's, he's a like face, so that's yeah, like dangerous. Totally. Yeah, exactly. Well, they're not they're not going to talk about it. No, if yeah, that's the case. It's just the people like us who overanalyze, or yeah. me who overanalyze things. That yeah, don't lump me in with your kind. <laughs> and I don't <laughs> know. I just cheating? I don't know. I just feel like I know Rollins. He has all these great moves, and like I just wouldn't pick that one to yeah. use. And again, if they were going to get rid of it, why not make it a more powerful moment? Like I liked what they were going for. He's ridding himself of Triple H. Yeah. Like, he went for the pedigree and then he stopped. I don't feel like the announcers fully played up to it, and I feel like if it was like a bigger stage, maybe yeah. it would have worked well. Mm-hmm. But again, if, you, you think know, you should have done that on pay per view? I agree, but, but the issue for is the that, fact that he's going to lose right, on Sunday, exactly. And also, probably well, by Canada, you you don't have Samoa Joe kick out of a brand new finishing move. Yeah, so that's where the issue lies. But um, I don't know. He has yeah, two yeah, moves. Yeah, yeah, I thought of that. Rollins too. has two moves that I can think of that I wish he used over that. But I mean, it is what it is. It's yeah. I mean, I miss the curb stomp. Me too. That's what I want. The curb but you think Samoa Joe is winning as well? Yeah. Do you think it's going to be clean? Um, yeah. Well, maybe like something equivalent to a thumb to the eye or something like that behind the ref's back. I okay. could see. God damn, pal. But God yeah, that's what a thumb to the eye. <laughs> hey, it's the silent killer. Holler! If you hear me! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, moving right along on to, should we talk about the U.S. title? Yeah, that's fine. Great. So, oh man, what to say about this? Um, well, it's so predictable that there's not much to say. <laughs> we already kind of started talking about it. Before, yeah, right? I mean, they're like, basically Jericho's going away on tour. Right. On Raw, I noticed they're kind of acting like Kevin Owens is on SmackDown no matter what happens. On yeah, Sunday. and on SmackDown they actually said like flat out maybe Jericho will join you on SmackDown. So oh, really? Con- okay. Yeah. Well, there you yep. go. I yep. mean, we all know Jericho is losing. Yeah, but. In another dimension where Jericho could possibly win, he would join Owens on SmackDown. It wouldn't be a switch. Right. So that's interesting. Yeah. But, I mean, the fact of the matter is that Kevin Owens is going to win the match. Clean. That was an easy trade for SmackDown if they got all that for Miz. Damn good deal. Yeah, right? You get Owens, the U.S. title, and possibly also Jericho. You won't know for three weeks. Well, I think... For Miz and the IC title, be like, fuck yeah, if I was Shane and Daniel Bryan. I'll make that deal. You make that deal? I make that deal. I don't blame you. Damn good deal. I think they basically traded the individual titles. Yeah. The IC for the US, yeah. which you know I have a problem with, but I'm not going to get into it now. Daniel yeah. Bryan loves IC Yeah, title. yeah, yeah. Definitely. But anyway. Damn good deal. I'm so excited for Kevin Owens and AJ Styles at Backlash moving forward. Um, yeah. I, yeah, that's going to be It is crazy to awesome. think that's for a mid-card title, but at the same time, I mean, John Cena did hold this title at one point, so yeah. I'm not that angry about it looking at the main event of Backlash or what the main event and also, could be. Yeah, follow that, Jinder and Orton. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> Honestly, oh God. <sighs> Why couldn't you at least put Jinder and Orton in a match? Like, don't have a number one contenders match because they've been having so many lately. 
That's yeah. first of all. Yeah. Why not just have gender Six randomly like attack Orton out of nowhere? Maybe even for the first time after the Rowan match, because Backlash yeah. is still three weeks away. And Ginger says, "Let me challenge you at Backlash. If I beat you, I get a title match." And it's yeah. on SmackDown. Just have him ambush Orton and attack him badly enough where Orton says, "I want him in a match. Whatever it takes." Yeah. You want to or that's fine. Yeah. Line, that's fine, fine too. But just uh, do something different. Right. Is what you're saying. Well, and that's where I get Kevin Owens and AJ Styles in the main event for the U.S. Championship. Okay. And the title isn't defended on the pay-per-view. Or Orton's like, if you could beat me, I'll give you a title shot. Then the Bollywood boys come. Okay. That's how Ginger wins. And, and then, then you have a SmackDown match. And... But the U.S. title main event is backlash. That yeah. would be my wishful yeah. booking. But that's but the, not what's happening. But then if you do that, you're minus the surprise factor last week when Jinder won number one contendership. For well, yeah, I just wouldn't do that number one contendership yeah. match. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like your way better, too. <laughs> yeah. But in a perfect world, right? This is wishful booking, and uh, that's sure not is. the way it's booked. <laughs> huh. No, it isn't. Let's be go to the women now. All right, ladies, make some room. God, Alexa Bliss is just a phenomenal heel. Her work on she Monday is great, was yeah. just the what chance, the way she turned that down. Oh, oh, I my, love that. That was awesome. Way, and she's going to dangerous and she territory. Them with that. Yeah, that actually stopped yeah. the what chance, which not many people have done. I'm a huge Alexa Bliss fan, and admittedly, Alexa Bliss doesn't have the in-ring acumen that a Charlotte or a Sasha has, but her character work she reminds makes me up like, for it. She's like a female Kevin Owens. I mean, yeah. Kevin Owens is obviously a better wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just because everything she does in a promo, she also does during the match. It comes natural to yeah, her. Yeah, like that the side of it, expression. the character side of it. Yeah. And seeing like where she came from in NXT with this like cheerleading sparkle gimmick. For me, seeing her evolve the evolution just, as she oh my learns God. and gets um, better, yeah, that's so that, awesome. That was great. Alexa and Sasha, when the match started, I was like, "What are they doing right now?" And I don't know if I'm biased because I love them both, but I think anybody thinks it's a pretty yeah, high-profile match. match. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so I, I like the way that it ended in a count out. But again, yeah. just they are miscasting Bailey. Why is Bailey throwing Alexa into Sasha? Like, I get it. Okay, yeah. Bailey, Alexa talks shit to her, but you're a face. Like, yep. That'll be a script. Script reads me. Why? What? I don't know. It just. It just. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the way it's I feel so bad for Bailey because either. she. I really. I don't know what they're doing wrong, but if I was Triple H, I would like strangle one of those writers because they have yeah, such or an talk opportunity. To him at least. Yeah. Like I thought she would be like the female John Cena. Like. Yeah, merchandise. Huge. Like merchandise, huge. Yeah. On things kids, and I just little kids loving her. I don't know. I'm just not a fan of what they're doing. And maybe yeah, this whole they're Sasha mishandling thing, her. I think. I mean, this whole Sasha thing could save it all because if it's done well, like the Jericho and Owens you could get a lot of done. sympathy for Bailey. Yeah. yeah, totally. Um, but now the match on Sunday is actually interesting because on one hand, Bailey's definitely going to win. Well, there's the hometown Sorry. curse where. WWE is actually known for having the person in their hometown lose, lose a lot. Lose, except for Naomi or WrestleMania. The other th- yeah. yeah. Here and there. On one end, Bailey wins as a happy ending. But on the other end, you have Alexa win. It's like a shock value, and it's a kind of an edgier way to end. I don't think it's like a surefire thing that Bailey's going to win. Yeah. If Alexa yeah, does yeah. win the title, I am afraid that she's going to have a really short reign. Because when they go to Sasha and Bailey they may just recreate what they did the first time and have Sasha be the champion going into it. Yeah. I would prefer Bailey being the champion going into it. And yeah. Have Sasha she's taking already it from got her. the title. Just... So for that end, I want Bailey to win. But we said this, uh, we said this a little while Alexa back. I'm a huge Alexa fan. So... WWE doesn't realize that when it's not your first right. title run, it's not as special yeah. as your um, first title run. And it would be like a whole reverse kind of thing of the first story. Looks like the shoe's on the other foot. But I am an Alexa <laughs> fan, so I mean, that's where it's hard for me to see her lose. Yeah, but at the same time, it's a pretty big deal that she's already getting a championship match. So, oh yeah, for that reason, I'm right already, I'm, I already think that they're handling her fairly well. But um, if you had to say who wins the match at Payback, what would you say? Probably ba- Bailey. Bailey. Yeah, Bailey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then the House of Horrors. Yeah. Right? 
the WWE Championship is not up for grabs. And if it yeah. is, it's going to be a surprise to me because it's they haven't even talked a, about it. It's not even around for grabs after SmackDown. Yeah. So supposedly the match, it's going to start Starting in some, off-site. Yep. inside some structure, mm-hmm. and then they'll fight to the arena, right. and it will end in or around ring area. Yeah. That's what they. That's what Corey Graves said. Oh, they said, said that he night. said that on Monday. On okay. Monday Night Raw, yep. Okay. Um, so um, what I'm thinking is that it's a part of it's going to be pre-taped. Yeah. I, I mean, I would imagine. Um, I don't, oh, definitely. They're not. I mean, I don't think. See, that's, what are they saying that there's an abandoned, like sacred land, sacred ground they can fight in <laughs> right by the arena, wherever? Yeah, they have. I would be have on had Sunday. the entire match filmed in the House of Horrors, if that's yeah. what it is, and then maybe have the winner like escape it. I mean, it sounds corny. Yeah, but like, I don't know. I just wouldn't have done the match at all in the ring because like all right i'm assuming what they're going to do That's is going to be though. kind of what you ending talked about it last time that crowd paid to see Wyatt and Orton in some capacity uh, i mean yeah i guess i don't know i hate when matches like have this animosity i mean a corpse was burned to the ground and what's going to end in like a ring i mean i guess we don't know the wrestlers yeah this is not a wrestling match though that's the problem. I mean, like... Technically. You could argue that, like, street fights aren't really wrestling matches. I mean, they wrestle sometimes. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. That's why I actually Everything, had... The this... ring is, like, the frame of reference for WWE. The center of the WWE universe. The I mean, yeah, I, I, I get... The earth. I get all that. But, like, in Wyatt's mind, with his character, he wouldn't think a fight should end in the ring. That's, like, I think my problem with it. Okay. Um, and it's his match. See, my problem with it is... Right. ...how it's Bray Wyatt's match... In storyline, the fact that Orton doesn't know what that even entails until he gets into it on Sunday means he should is lose. a huge is well yeah it's a huge advantage <laughs> for Wyatt yeah advantage for Wyatt that yeah. they're not talking about because it just makes me think even more that Orton's gonna probably win it yeah even still now that it's non-title because if Wyatt were to win it he would even more than he already does be able to rematch for that WWE title. But they don't want us thinking about that because they're about to be on two separate brands and completely well, right. removed from each yeah, other. exactly. That's... And Orton's obviously going to stay on SmackDown with the title. Right. Um, well, he doesn't have the title right now. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> um, but I think Wyatt absolutely needs to win the match because of, for, if for no other reason than the fact that the element is surprised. He has that huge advantage yeah. over Orton in storyline. Whether or not they want to address it. How do you feel about that? Um, I don't know if it's ignorance based upon how, like, Wyatt doesn't have a good history. But I actually think he's, like, definitely winning. Um, and he's I think win. I think when they took the title out of the match, that's what kind of... Kind confirmed of it. Confirmed it for me. Yeah. Because I agree with you, like, Wyatt definitely should be owed a match. But with him being on Raw now, that is their safety net to get away from it. In addition to that, aside from the tag team titles, before Elimination Chamber... His character wasn't fully invested in championships, so I don't have that much of a problem with him, especially since, I mean, if Wyatt does lose, you and I were also texting about this, I was thinking maybe, like, Finn Balor could somehow get interjected, Yeah, and you were saying that Wyatt didn't really do anything to him, which I agree with you, but at the same time, Wyatt just kind of appeared on the video screen when he first talked to Balor, so maybe Balor, like, they could do, like, an eerie, like, shadow of him in the house, or, like... I don't know, like something that something distracts with the demon, him. With the demon. Or maybe he like shows up on the screen or something oh, like that. So Corey said that on air. So the rules we know are that it's going to end in the ring. It has to end in the ring, yeah. Okay, so Finn Balor knows He may that, have said arena. Then, so he can set up a distraction. Exactly. So if Wyatt loses, demon. I'm praying. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. For the House of Horrors. Um, but match. now that he's going to be in the kickoff show with The Miz, which, I mean, I guess they want him to do something. And I'm hoping that the whole concussion thing that happened with Jinder Mahal is why he's, like, kind of being not on the... Well, I guess I would say he's on the back burner right now. Kind I mean, of, yeah. I mean, he's being featured. He doesn't... 
And I think it's safe to say he never had a concussion because if he did, he wouldn't have been wrestling the following week. Yeah, I do think maybe he got rattled or something. Yeah, or um, uh, what do they call a stinger? Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I'm hoping. But, I mean, if he's going to be in a kickoff thing with Miz, I mean, either that's going to lead to a match on the main card. Yeah. Or it has to lead to a match eventually. I mean, it's too random for it not to... Maybe it happens at Extreme Rules. Because I'm oh, saying you think, how... Okay, you think they're going to make an impromptu match. Possibly. Not, not on the kickoff. There's no way back. No, no, no. I, I, for the, the main card. But my whole okay. thing is that the way I envision Wyatt losing would be with Balor interfering. But because Balor is now in this thing with The Miz, yeah. that kind of throws a wrench into things. Okay. Because I wouldn't have put Finn... <laughs> Finn, I would have kind of left him out of the fans' consciousness, basically. So when he yeah. does appear, it's kind of like a... oh. And that's how you can kind of get away with Wyatt ah. not wanting to go for the title because now he has this program with Finn Balor like furthering along. That's, okay. So, okay. Yeah. 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 So, okay. but He's I have distracted. to say, I am excited for the match. Um, I think I the House think, of Horrors just to see what it is. Yeah. I mean, more. I think yeah, they me have. It's it's going to be hit or miss. There's no happy medium. It's either going to be ridiculously corny or it's going to be fairly innovative and Wyatt comes out of it looking strong, which yeah. that in itself would be a miracle. Yeah. So if yeah. that happens, I'm okay. That would with be it. great. Yeah. It's all in the details. Yeah. They make sure you ain't booty. Uh, I think that's the, that's the entire Raw and Payback. And Payback. Card. We did it. Yeah. But I guess that'll do it for this episode of Wishful Booking. We didn't get to SmackDown like I had hoped, but if the demand is there, I can make that conversation a separate post. Keep an eye out for it. Right? Yeah. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I am at RealHugeActor. And I am at Dr. Moorcraft. And uh, interact with us. Tell us your thoughts. Jimmy, how would you sum up our payback predictions for anyone who fast-forwarded through most of this episode? Payback is going to be a bitch. Yeah. A bitch to watch, so. <laughs> we call him like we see him. Let's hope it's not. From what we know, it could be a bitch to watch. Yeah. That's a very good, very clever point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess we'll find out on the other side. We'll talk about it. We'll see you guys next week. Later, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.